Hey, my brilliant friend. You know, if you ask me, one of the potentially most painful holidays is just days away, Valentine's Day. And as a single woman, February 14th was one of my least favorite days. At the office, co-workers would have big bouquets of roses on their desks, and it seemed like everywhere I went, all I saw was heart-shaped boxes of candy and mushy cards everywhere. Yet for me, nothing no flowers, no heart-shaped boxes or mushy cards, just me feeling some level of loneliness. Does that sound familiar at all? Do you know what I'm talking about? Is your February 14th similar? Lonely? And loneliness isn't exclusive to Valentine's Day or any other holiday for that matter. It is around all the dang time. Loneliness is available to us anytime. <laughs> And in this episode, I'm going to be teaching you the four ways to handle loneliness. And you will want to listen clear to the end as I share the best way to handle loneliness last. So grab your Diet Coke, put in those earbuds, and let's talk all about loneliness and the four ways to handle it. Are you tired of feeling you don't measure up? What if happiness and the value of your life has absolutely nothing to do with your marital status or the number of children you have? Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Single Christian Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Lamar. Listen, my gorgeous friend, I know what it's like not to measure up. You see, I failed to check all the boxes of life in the expected time frame. Then I realized the truth. God truly loved me and had so much more in mind for me than a life of fear and doubt about being single or anything else. And I'm here to share what I've learned. So, if you're ready to discover and live the life God designed with you in mind, this is the podcast for you. So here it is coming up on Valentine's Day, and I'm kind of laughing to myself as the shirt I have on is the Valentine's color. It's pink. So let me tell you a quick story. Do you ever do a bit of digging in your closet and you find new stuff to wear? New stuff in your closet. Stuff you forgot you even had. I did that just this morning. So here I am feeling really kind of cozy on this winter day wearing that pink sweatshirt that I forgot I had. And it's a fun pink color with three words written in charcoal gray across the chest. Faith over fear. And I like sitting here. It's, it's a fun moment for me, I have to tell you. Sitting here with my quote-unquote new sweatshirt on, being reminded to choose faith over fear and talking to you. It is a good day. Oh, and hey, do you still have that sticky note that you wrote on last week? Remember the one that was to remind you to look at your calendar and decide the day that you and I are going to spend some time together? If that sticky note is still there, I am going to ask you a question again. What are you waiting for? Whatever it is, write that thing down on a sticky note and put it on your desk and pick up the other sticky note from last week, the one that reminds you to get on my calendar and get on my calendar. So you may wonder... Maybe, like, what are we even going to do for 45 minutes? Well, most importantly, we will spend the grand majority of the time solving one of your struggles, obstacles, challenges, however, whatever you want to call it. We're going to work to make it better before the end of that 45 minutes. 
and I can help you, but only if you get on my calendar. And oh, hey, if you don't see a date on my calendar that works for you, it's not a problem. Just send me an email letting me know that, and then let's find a time that does work for you, okay? So let's dive into today's conversation. In the last couple of weeks, talking to my clients, I have heard one word over and over, loneliness. I'm feeling lonely. I struggle with loneliness. All I seem to see are couples while I am all alone. Now listen, ladies, it totally makes sense that loneliness will be one of the many emotions you will feel as a single woman. No matter your circumstances, no matter why you're single, never married, divorced, widowed, whatever it is, loneliness is part of the experience. And loneliness is also part of the experience of being married, too, just so you know. Loneliness is a feeling that will be felt by all of humanity, all of us. No one can escape the feeling of loneliness. And I have felt lonely even while I'm in a large group. Has that ever happened to you like at a conference or something, even like a a work conference and you're with other people that are like-minded? And I find it fascinating that sometimes here I am in a group of other podcasters or coaches or even sitting at church or out to dinner on a girl's night out with friends, and I feel lonely. I have even felt lonely while I'm sitting and visiting my family in their living room. Isn't that interesting? How is it possible? How do you feel lonely when you're not even alone? And that's a really good question. A question that is simple to answer, yet it's also complicated. We human women are complex. And we're designed that way. And spoiler alert, men are complicated too. There are many reasons that contribute to feeling lonely. And the super short answer as to why you're feeling lonely is because the story you're telling yourself. And understanding and unwinding that story is something that we can talk about when we meet together once you're on my calendar. But today I wanna talk about the four ways to handle loneliness. The three of them are ways that we have been taught and socialized to handle loneliness or any negative emotion, and one of them we aren't taught, and that's the best way to handle loneliness. So what I'm about to teach you, though, are the four ways, the three that we have been socialized into and have been taught, and the one way we weren't taught, so four ways, and also that what I teach you is it doesn't apply just to loneliness. It can apply to any feeling you're feeling disappointed or afraid or uncomfortable or whatever it is. And so first we're going to talk about the three ways that we've been socialized and then finally the one way that's the best way. So let's dig into the four ways. The first way you can handle lonely is to simply resist the feeling. So what does it look like to resist the feeling of loneliness? Well, remember back in school when you had an essay due on Friday or Monday or whenever it was, or even now, maybe you have an assignment that your boss expects tomorrow, and you have kept ignoring the deadline. You just keep putting it off, not working on the essay or the project, yet you felt unsettled because you knew it was still there. It hasn't gone away. Even though you've tried everything to not pay attention to it, it is still there. Another way of thinking about resisting emotion is, 
you know, kind of like when you're in the bathroom and you've locked the door wanting some private time, you know, maybe if you're divorced and you've had children, is you, you remember when your toddler would be on the outside of the bathroom door just banging on the door wanting your attention. Or maybe if you've never had children and you have dogs, that's that dog outside the door scratching at the door wanting your attention. Either way, the banging and the scratching goes on and on. And you keep, you do things like you yell at the dog or the child to go away or say, give me a minute or stop it. Well, that's what resisting the feeling is like. You know it's there, but you do your best to push it away, ignoring it, keeping the door shut nice and tight. Now, I don't recommend resisting an emotion. This is one way that we've been taught to do it. Loneliness will not go away. Now, it may quiet down for a bit, but it's still there wanting your attention, just like the work assignment or the dog at the bathroom door. Left on the other side of the locked door, loneliness will eventually either push its way in, breaking the door down, or at the very least, when you open the door, there it is. Now, resisting is one way to handle loneliness. Or you could react to loneliness. Now, we all know what it's like when you react to something. I know that you have probably, like me, been driving down the highway and accidentally you cut somebody off or you almost do something that could have caused an accident and you look over at the other driver kind of giving them a look of, oh, I'm sorry, and you get an angry face and the middle finger nice and firm up in the air. That's reacting. You've done it too. You've reacted to something you might have yelled at someone, been screaming, something like that. This, my friend, is not feeling your feelings. This is acting out. And it's two different things. While it may feel good for just a moment to act it out, reacting to the feeling, and it feels like it seems to just feel better, all you've done is acted it out. What might it look like to react to the feeling of loneliness? Let's think about that. Perhaps it looks like you putting yourself in harm's way into a situation where just for tonight, you won't be alone. Just for tonight, you'll do something that you'll regret tomorrow, all in an effort to feel anything but loneliness. Perhaps that's how you might react to loneliness. But more than likely, you will handle loneliness in the third way. You will simply avoid feeling lonely. Avoiding the feeling of loneliness is actually very easy to do, and it comes with no judgment from anyone. This is the one way to handle any negative emotion that everyone does on the regular. So, it's easy and comes with no judgment. In fact, it seems to almost be encouraged. That's why it's the most common way to feel, handle feeling loneliness or any other negative emotion. So what does it look like to avoid feeling a feeling? Well, maybe avoid, avoiding feeling lonely looks like, well, first of all, you're aware that you're feeling lonely. You've identified it and you don't like how it feels. So when you avoid loneliness, rather than reacting to it or resisting it, you just decide not to feel lonely. You decide to feel pleasure instead. 
most often with temporary pleasure. We call this buffering. For instance, you might go to the fridge and scoop out a big bowl of ice cream. You sit down to enjoy your ice cream. That is better than feeling lonely. Or maybe, rather than ice cream, you crack open a bottle of wine and drink the whole thing, but just one glass at a time. That is better than feeling lonely. You're getting those dopamine hits. Okay, that's what you're seeking. Or maybe you open up your laptop and dig back into that spreadsheet that you worked on all day at the office. Or if your favorite store is still open, you might grab your credit card and purse, go to that store, try on those new shoes you've been eyeing, and put that on your credit card. Avoiding feeling lonely is you buffering away the feeling. It's putting something in between you and the feeling. It's like the ice cream or the bottle of wine, the spreadsheet on your laptop, or even the shoe store. It's when we get into the habit of overdoing things, overeating, over shopping, overworking, over alcohol, over anything, to buffer away to put something between us and what we're feeling. That's the way you could handle loneliness, but I don't recommend that, that one either. So let's talk about the most effective and best way to handle the feeling of loneliness. You can simply allow it, invite it in. Now this takes practice. Doesn't feel good, but it takes time and practice and it can be learned. The truth is we were never taught to allow our emotions to be lonely with, without reacting to it or resisting it or avoiding it. I wish that we had been taught this in school when we were kids or even in our homes more efficiently. Instead, we're told to calm down, stop crying, keep it together, knock it off or some version of that. Or maybe our mom handled it with offering us ice cream or a new toy when we were feeling lonely or sad. And even as adults, we do the same thing. And so this results in all of us kind of doing one of three things, resisting, reacting, or avoiding. When instead, allowing and feeling your loneliness is the best thing that you can do. So what does that look like? Well, it can look like you sitting in a chair, totally aware that you're feeling lonely and allowing yourself to feel the feeling of loneliness. There's no yelling, doing things you'd later, re later regret, or ice cream required. Just sitting in your chair, or if you're driving in your car, laying in your bed at night, washing dishes, or whatever it is, and feeling lonely. Just letting that feeling move through your body, processing it because you're allowing it, and then notice it soften and dissipate. The feeling of loneliness is simply like all feelings, a vibration in your body generated by the thoughts you're having. That's it. A vibration in your body because of a thought your brain offered up. It's nothing to be mad about or worried about, but it's so good to know, don't you think? Isn't it great to know that you have more options than the ones that we've always been taught and socialized into? yelling or putting yourself at risk or credit card debt, you have another choice. You can begin the practice of first becoming aware of what you're feeling, naming that feeling, and just simply allowing it. Like last week when we talked about feeling um, like maybe you're not smart enough to work on your novel, but you do it anyway, just allowing the feeling to be there. When I practice allowing an emotion, I like to ask myself a question. 
And I actually got this from one of my coach friends. When she's processing an emotion or allowing an emotion, she'll ask herself, what's wrong, love? What do you need? That simple two-question two conversation that she has with herself extends compassion and patience to herself. And it would be the same for you. When you do that, you will begin to feel that love and compassion towards yourself. The feeling of loneliness will lessen. And remember last week when we talked about, the last episode, we talked about the three must-haves of rock-solid confidence. And the second must-have is the ability to feel all your feelings. Well, our conversation today is helping you do just that. Feel your feelings. You feel your feelings when you allow them when you allow yourself to feel your feelings. Now, Valentine's Day is still coming up. How do you enjoy February 14th as a single lady? Well, I would say maybe go back and check out episode five, episode five of this podcast. Those same tips, I'm sorry, will help you now as you work to enjoy Valentine's Day. So do you see how this is all fitting together? Do you see this com- how this component of allowing your feelings will help you develop the rock-solid self-confidence you desire? I sure hope so. If not, if this is confusing or cloudy for you, please let me know. Email me or DM me or get on my calendar. Let's talk about it somehow. Communicate with me. I will answer any questions that you have. So my friend, I hope that this episode has and will help you in times when you're feeling lonely. And remember, what I taught you today will help you feel disappointed, afraid, uncomfortable, whatever it is. You can allow any emotion. It's simply a vibration in your body generated because of a thought in your brain. It's a beautiful thing to know. It's simple, still complex and not easy to do but simple and possible. You, my friend, are amazing. Thank you for coming to our conversation today. If this at all helped you, please share it with one of your single friends. See you next week. Well, thank you, my friend, for spending a slice of your day with me. I hope that you love today's topic. If so, please share this episode with all your single girlfriends. Also, I would love to hear how it inspired you, made you think, or reminded you of truth. Please take just a moment to do two things. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show. Until next week, my gorgeous friend, know that God loves you and he has big things in store just for you.